0: Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Gwen C. from my podcast, and God We Trust. We are still in week one. What is spiritual growth? Uh, in uh, Life Essential Online Bible Study by Dr. Tony Evans. If you want to follow me, you can go to tonyevans.org/Life Essential uh, Week one day four and it'll bring it up and you can follow me in your bibles and write notes as you please the word has been blessed and so we're going to dive in day four of grace and the environment all righty let's see what dr tony evans is speaking about oh uh, often when i think of god's grace and our response I think of watering our lawns in Texas. Trying to keep a lawn green in the heat and drought of a Texas summer is a big deal. There are three basic ways to do that. Some people do it themselves, dragging the holes and sprinklers around, moving them constantly, and, wet, and, and that's a lot of work. And it can be more, co- it can be costly because it's often inefficient and it's easy, I mean, I'm sorry. It's often inefficient and it's uses so much water. A second way to water a lawn is to put in an automatic sprinkler system. All you have to do is set the timer and the system works. But it's not perfect because there can be a leak and malfunction in the system. If you have a sprinkling system, you know that you still have to keep your eye on it. Nothing ever works perfectly all the time. And you still have to pay that water bill. (laughs) The third way to water a lawn is the best which is when God opens up the heavens and pour his rain on the land, the water is free. Come on, somebody. And all you can do is watch it rain. Thank the Lord. And then mow the lawn in response to the rain. When heaven opens up, it rains evenly, and it's all free. Some Christians are not some Christians are like the do-it-yourself water sprinkling folks. They are trying to do it all by themselves. Come on, talk, talk to us, Dr. Tony Evans. Come on, talk to us. Hmm. Some Christians are like the do-it-yourself water sprinkler. They are trying to do it all by themselves, dragging around their list of good works and checking off when they have done each of them other people see how much work the first group is doing and then they decide that's too much so they try the automatic approach to grace they sit back and wait to grow automatically by going to church listening to sermons and singing, and singing the songs. They just wait for God to move them. It's a bunch of folks like that. I mean, it is. It's a bad. I'm not saying I'm not one of them. I'm one of these sprinklers too. I, do, I don't I do feel that because I teach it or speak the word, I still fall short of sin. This spiritual growth that we're going through is a lesson together. I'm learning as I go too. So I... I'm just saying. I'm not sitting up here trying to tell y'all. I'm because I speak the word. I'm perfect because there's no perfect person in this world. Only person, perfect person, was Jesus when He was walking on the earth. So let's get back to it. So, but there's a third group who are ready to work. They have their lawnmowers ready to go, sort of speak. But they also realize that the best group, I'm sorry, they also realize that the best growth comes when heaven opens up and rain on them. There are the folks who understand that's all of grace, by grace. Come on, somebody. All right, so Pastor Tony Evans is asking us to read 2 Corinthians 9th chapter 8th verse. So let's look for Second Corinthians 9 chapter 8 verse in my life study application. And I usually know exactly where it's at. I know it's not here. By now, I know that's, that what's in the Old Testament and what's in the New. By now, I do. Yeah. But, okay, let's get to Second Corinthians. Ninth chapter, and we shall speak of the eighth scripture. And it says, "And God is able to make all grace abundant to you, so that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance foot." every good deed. And so Tony Evans asks us to reflect. Here's a question. Can you remember a time when you received an an award you didn't deserve? Did you accept it? How did it make you feel? Write down your answers. Give it to the Lord. Here's another one. So, explain in your own words what God's grace has accomplished for us that we cannot accomplish for ourselves. Alrighty, that was a deep one. that was. So, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, what is the ultimate purpose of God's grace? Hmm, that's it. Okay, so he reads, My friend, grace is God's kindness and gentleness to us. God wants to make us his children. So instead of expressing his wrath against us because of our sins, he poured out on his own sinless son on the cross. Come on, somebody. Let's go there. Let's go there. Jesus took our punishment so God could embrace us. Oh, that makes me have chills. We have brand new relationship with God through grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So reflect on this in your own words. Explain the relationship between God's grace and your spiritual growth. Sit down and think about that. Explain your relationship. To yourself. And think about this. I know I am. So let's move on into the Life Application uh, NLT Study Bible that breaks down scriptures. Everybody should get this. It's called Life Application Study Bible. I have a large print and I think it's published by... Published. I've been having this book for about fifteen years. Uh, let me see Tyndale House Publishing Inc. They're in Carol Streams, in, in Illinois, but you can get it through uh, Noble and B- Books and Noble, however that is, or uh, you can um. Ask your pastor and see if uh, they'll be able to order it for you. I got mine through uh, one of my pastors uh, at uh, Calvary Hill Missionary Baptist Church. They will usually give it to you or they'll charge you $15, whatever the case may be. So let's dive into the question about Scripture number, eight, Scripture 8 in the Second Corinthians ninth chapter. So it speaks, it says people may hesitate to give generously to God because they worry about having enough money left over to meet their own needs. Paul assured us, the, the Corinthians, that God was able to meet their needs. The person who gives up only a little will receive only a little in return. Don't don't let it lack of faith. Don't let a lack of faith keep you from giving cheerfully and generously. A giving attitude is more important than the amount given. The person who can give only a small gift show should be embarrassed. God is, concerned. God is concerned about how a person gives from his or her resources. You need to go read Mark, chapter 12, verse 41 through 44. It speaks very strongly about resources in uh, the book of Mark. According to that standard, the giving of the Macedonian church would be difficult to match. God himself is a cheerful giver. So, consider all he has done for us. He is pleased when we, when we who are created in his image, that's the key word, we who are created in his image, give generously and joyfully. It's a good thing. So, do you have difficulty difficult times letting go of your money? It may reflect in ungratefulness to God. Come on now, somebody. And that's true. Because I remember when I was um visiting my sister uh, when my grandmother passed. I miss you. That's her soul. And we went to church the next day after the funeral. The pastor was awesome. I said, Oh girl, if I live down here, I would have to join the church because he hit me like a brick. And I saw her ties. It was the first Sunday. And my sister was given big ties. I'm like, ooh, wow, that sure is a lot. But now I understand. Because my tithes is generous, and uh, my tithes an offering, and I pick another church to pay tribute to as well, and I see the blessings and when they come. And it's and when I say when you stand there and say it wasn't nothing but God, that's the truth. But nobody else couldn't do it. Nobody else could not have put that much money in my bank account one year. But God, and we have to, we have to understand that gratefulness and grace is the key of a growth in the spiritual realm. I believe that if you give more, you receive more. And there's a scripture, and I can't really put it together. It's in my mind, but I'm kind of scrambling over it because I don't want to say it wrong or different. Um, it says something about if you give more, more is expected of you in that in that category. And all your Bible readers understand what I'm saying. And I can't I can Google it, but I don't have my, my phone is around in the kitchen. But um that's what it is. That's the most important thing in, in trying to understand your grace and the environment. Your environment is important when it comes down to grace your attitude your giving and the way you approach people the way you have conversations and the way you just carry yourself that's grace God give you grace and grace has to show on somebody that's not even in your pocket when you're giving uh giving generously trust and believe me and I walked all kinds of walks in my life but I have learned that day when my sister gave that generously to the church that said one day God I want to give that much back to you so every check that comes in my house he gets 10% first and sometimes I may not give it to him first I may pay my bills and give it to them. But either way, the right way is to give first 10% and then pay your bills. Because sometimes, like a lot of people say, we uh we have more months than we have more money, and that's just the truth. Everything that went up, everything is sky high, everything is out of control as prices is concerned. But God made us in his image to give generously and joyfully. So it's up to you. Amen? It is up to you how you want your line mode. There's three different ways. We just talked about it. you to get your blessings you have to figure out how you want to be taken care of as far as the Lord is concerned Jesus died on the cross for us come on man pay the price if you ain't gotta give three dollars add yourself up that's how I did it I didn't come back home from my grandmother's funeral and decided to give 10%. Because I I had only one income coming in. And um, I learned as I, I developed the strategy of what I wanted to do every month. And here I am giving my 10%. And will give more as I continue on with life. But... let God open up the heavens and rain on you. Because He will make sure that you're taken care of. That's one thing I can tell you. It's nobody but God that takes care of you. When you see things falling apart and all of a sudden it fixes, it's been fixed, it will be fixed in the name of Jesus, take a while but it does so everybody out there have grace surround your environment with grace read your bible understand the word God is coming back for those who believe I wish you all well. This is a short one. And right now, we're going to pray at the end of this class. Thank you, Dr. Tony Evans. He has a tweet with Tony. Dr. Evans will be personally hosting three Twitter parties doing this Bible study. So... Stay tuned for the dates and I'll let you know if everybody's involved or do have Twitter. I don't have Twitter. And so the prayer for the end of this lesson, Pastor prayed for us and he put it in the um, daily class. So this is his prayer for us. God, forgive me for this time that I have tried to do everything on my own. Help me to accept your grace, knowing that it is the unmerited favor of God. Also, help me to understand the purpose behind your gift of grace as it developed in me an environment of spiritual growth. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. All right, good people. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Gwen C. And God, we trust podcasts. May your days be warm. May your nights be unafraid. May God always cover you and be there for you by his grace and mercy. In Jesus' name. Take care. Do your best and God will do the rest. Peace out.